This is Beyond the Wall of Sound, a podcast about science fears, new technologies, and the dread that lurks within indescribable mysteries. It's going to be a series of episodes talking about exciting avenues of science, and each one is going to have a cosmic horror story attached to it, in order to try to find the intersection between fears of the unknown and scientific innovation. When it comes to the dawn of new technology, what are people afraid of? What should they be afraid of? What's just exaggerated sensationalism? In order to peer into the dread that is the unknown, one can look directly to the works of H.P. Lovecraft, the father of weird fiction and cosmic horror. H.P. Lovecraft was a fiction writer from the early 20th century, without which we would not have the works of Guillermo del Toro, John Carpenter, and Stephen King, to name a few. Sci-fi horror would also likely not exist, We would not have Alien, The Fly, Dark City, or The Thing, to name a few of my favorites. H.P. Lovecraft's work captures the fear of the unknown, depicting a world in which there can be no solace from existence itself. It's extremely dreary. One only needs to take a cursory look into H.P. Lovecraft's work and letters. A few come to mind offhanded. Adulthood is hell. Frankly, I cannot conceive of how a thoughtful man can ever be happy. And he said, furthermore, that man's destiny is to, quote, build vast, beautiful, mineral things for the moon to delight in after he, the man in question, is dead. When Lovecraft peered into the sky at night, he must have only seen the terror of the midnight blue void. His work concerns not whether there is a god, but instead the more terrifying prospect. There is a god, but it is hideous and beyond comprehension, and it does not care about us able to wipe us out with only a fitful stir in its deep sleep. These tentacled creatures from space are where we get the typical concept of a so-called Lovecraftian horror, or in some cases, from the sea around Massachusetts, where the relatively well-known Cthulhu lies dreaming. Lovecraft saw humanity's quest to know more and to look into the secrets of the cosmos. He concluded that, given his own perspective on existence, humanity would either remain blissfully ignorant of the true nature of the universe or run madly laughing and wailing with their new knowledge into a new dark age of science. Lovecraft's status and unifying concepts such as science and horror make his work ideal for examining scientific fears. Interestingly enough, science and technology has begun to make many of the effects of the horrid and supernatural that Lovecraft so feared closer to the realm of reality. While Herbert West of Lovecraft's Reanimator has yet to develop his serum to cure death, Now more than ever do the ideas of humans living on, in strange forms or not, begin to bleed from the realm of fiction into reality. For the sake of this podcast, we, being likely anyone who is on the show, will likely read a Lovecraft story to be announced in the previous episode. If you'd like to read along, they're all public domain and available online. Each episode, we are going to have a technological, scientific, and or even social element attached to what's presented in the story that we plan to discuss. The story will essentially be a jumping-off point with which to get our minds going about these different ideas. Next episode will be based on The Thing on the Doorstep, which is one of my personal favorites, and we'll be diving into the weird world of VR, sex robots, and gender in a very robotic world. If you're planning to read along, there's a few things to consider. One is that H.P. Lovecraft's writing is extremely wordy. He loves to talk about the gibbous moon and singularly bloody exultations, trying to describe beings beyond description or a color that literally doesn't exist. I personally think it flops quickly between wonderfully horrifying and beautiful, but its prose so heavy that it would take the strongest man to lift it off the floor, 
So if that isn't for you, then you'd likely just be fine listening to the show episodes. One thing is certainly true, you'll learn some new words. Secondly, if you know a little bit about H.P. Lovecraft, you might know that he was fairly racist, and this occasionally reflects in his writing. If you, like me, later did some digging into Lovecraft's biography, you would know that he's not just fairly racist. His personal letters during his time living in financial insecurity in New York are so filled with a hatred for himself and every single person or group of people possible that he makes it at times impossible to tell which group of people he's even talking about. I or anyone else on the show don't claim to represent his views at all. From my perspective, he seems what I would call acutely disturbed. However, his intergenerational history of madness made it so that even from a young age, he tapped into a series of fears that completely changed fiction from then on. I do not view him as someone to idolize, but rather his fear of all the wonderful things in the world as a cautionary tale, one worth reading if only to scare you away from the Anui. He is long gone, reading his stories does not support him financially, and they are useful themselves as objects to be viewed with a discerning and careful eye. For better or for worse, probably for better, Lovecraft would be rolling in his grave if he knew how his work had been transformed, popularized, and even used as a solace for many who today feel themselves as outsiders. In case it wasn't already clear, H.P. Lovecraft's stories are effects of his worldview. He was a man completely devastated by the prospect of living. From the ages of 18 to 22, he did absolutely nothing. He simply woke up, cleaned and dressed himself, ate, walked around his family's property, and went to bed. He did all his work for free if he could manage it and destroyed many of his early works because he did not think they were worthy to be read or paid for by anyone. When he died of intestinal cancer, his highly recorded actions and correspondence leading up to his death suggested a miserable acceptance to everything. As a result, his stories can be very dreary. One thing is consistent among them, and that is that there will be no happy ending for any of our protagonists. Additionally, though I've never found them very scary, Lovecraft's works are in the horror genre and have a noted history of at least keeping a few up at night wondering what lurks just beyond the limits of their perception. If you enjoy any of the intro or outro music for this podcast, it's all recorded by Voidbreaker, a Phoenix-based synthwave artist who much of his music has some kind of Lovecraftian extraterrestrial themes to it. I really like his music, and if you ever get the chance to see him in concert, he is amazing. Uh, So please give him your support. You should be able to find the social media links to his pages and stuff like that on the description. With all that out of the way, I'm very thrilled and excited to join you in the next episode with some chills well in hand. Coming up, thing on the doorstep. (laughs) 